self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode I want to let y'all know a couple of things. I need y'all to go check out the website, www.conversationconartist.com, where you can find all of our old episodes, our new episodes, as well as articles linked to them. You can also send us some feedback through our email link on the left of the page. You can find me on Twitter at M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. And I'm actually tweeting occasionally now. I, I've been I've been fooling with tweets heavily this week. I saw that cat shit you sent me. I just I chose stopped, to ignore it. You know, I be going to schools all day and I don't have service in a lot of the schools. And how unpredict, unpredictable Twitter and Facebook is while I'm in the school. The last thing I need to do in the school is have something on my phone that I, I'm scrolling and don't know what's about to pop up. <laughs> so I've really cut my uh, social media usage out when I'm in the schools. So that shit. Yeah, I saw you sent me like two or three cat videos. I got you more. It's I don't need to see them. I decided to stop. Thanks. <laughs> that don't mean it's over. <laughs> I want you to know that. I mean, anyhow, we are still doing the list letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer, you can send it in through the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Um, we did get a, a, not a question, but kind of a request. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. Colin said something about having a discussion forum for every week's episode so like people could talk yeah. about it i don't know if that's something we could like I'm, do. i mean i'm with it i don't know how we would do it like would it be on facebook or you know, if i just go to the, uh, the conversation con artist page facebook page mm-hmm. start a forum about the episode and then get to chatting and we just gonna have to invite people to like the page more yeah so that you know we can get more people involved in the conversation but we can definitely do that so y'all hear that we got a facebook page (laughs) conversation car artists go like that shit if you want to be able to talk shit about the episode with other people so i be having some shit i need to clarify because i go back and listen to the episode and be like i said that real stupid (laughs) or i think i used the wrong word right there you know so i uh it'll help me clarify you know, I don't shit. listen. I don't like my voice. So I don't. I just don't like what don't Alabama listen. has done for my fucking diction and syntax and <laughs> my vocabulary and all of that. Cause I just to somebody from a different country or up north, I know I sound just like a country ass old good old country boy. Sometimes I have people tell me that I sound like I'm from here, and then sometimes people tell me I don't. Like I've had people from other places tell me that I don't sound like. I don't know what the fuck that means or what I sound like because I've lived here my whole life so I'm not really sure why I wouldn't sound like I'm from Alabama but Alabama like, like grammar from the south it comes with grammar issues like it, it's grammar issues and all in how we talk oh yeah and how we speak yeah it pronunciations it's mm-hmm. so many problems that we have <laughs> and like I just hate to feel like it take away from how sensible I am because you're <laughs> looking at it through the lens of how sensible I sound. Oh, yeah. You know, I, but I'm not, I don't care enough to change it unless I'm in an interview. <laughs> I mean, I think I sound, I don't know what I sound like. Well, I guess it don't make a difference if I'm in an interview saying it because the people down here are used to being yeah. down here, so it's not no big deal. But. Yeah. The question for this week <laughs> is. 
were you in a relationship or when a relationship is ended in general do you feel uh, do you want your stuff back like the gifts that you gave and do you give gifts back that were given to you and my answer to that is hell fucking all the fuck out i'm not finna now it's a if you got some shit at my house that's like your shit then yes i get it back but like gifts that i've been given over the years i feel like i earned that shit and that shit is mine no i'm not gonna give it back and i don't expect you to give me back anything that i've given you like i don't care about that shit like at the point where we broke it up where something serious enough for us to say we all need to be together that happened that's the least of my fucking words is shit i gave you i don't care nothing about that and like if it bothers me like i know some people are like well i don't want to look at it because it reminds me of, of him i don't if I'm not bothered about it, I just throw that shit in the closet or like just get rid of it all together at some point. But I just don't see why you would request like it's a gift. I gave that to you. And that doesn't change just because we ain't gonna be together no more. Like, now nah, I get it. you got some shit in my house that you need, then uh, by all means come get your shit. But like shit you gave me? Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Not giving that shit back. Uh- my snap reaction is to want to say that they are Indian givers, but <laughs> that has to be extremely racist, right? Is yeah, that racist? It kind of is. Well, is, is it racist to the Indians or to white people? <laughs> I hope the white people. Then I would, I would rather say Indian givers. I feel like that's like racist to white people because they the ones that. Well, I don't know. If you give something, uh, Indian giver is if you give something to somebody and take it back and take it back. But Indian, the word itself is politically incorrect anyway. Yeah, it should be Native American American giver, giver. even if you really want to diss a white person. Indian giver diss everybody. (laughs) But that was I don't know. That's what I thought about. But me personally, like I'm not bothered about any of it enough i'm not going to just go collect things that you've given me and be like damn it i guess she's gonna want these back like you know and i'm not going to ask for my stuff back like is but if you ask for it back i I am still not pressed enough about it to say no i give you your shit back if you want it i'm petty so (laughs) i'm gonna be like fuck you i'm keeping it because you gave it to me and you gave it to me under the guise that it was mine to keep it was not mine to keep as long as we were fucking together i didn't see that fine print so no you can't have it back because it's mine well see me in general (laughs) it's hard for me to accept gifts so me too the way that i look at gifts is like it's not i really probably didn't care that much about it when i got it i hate to say it like that that's but it's like terrible on it, point i'm not saying i didn't care about it i'm just saying that it takes me a while to adopt the idea that it's mine and welcome and i do appreciate it and i do value it depending on what it is but it takes me a long time to adopt that into my system but i never adopt it to the level that I wouldn't give it back to you if you asked for it without any issues. I ain't giving you your shit. I'll give you your stuff back. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to be vindictive and keep all the shit that you just kept at my house because we were dating and you were over there all the time. But some shit that you gave to me? No, I'm not giving that back to you. That's stupid. You gave it to me. Again, it, there wasn't a stipulation that as long as we together, this your birthday gift. Or as long as we together, you know, this your anniversary gift. Like, no, this <laughs> shit is mine now. And as far as like asking for shit back, I, when I'm dating somebody, I I make attempts to make the gifts fit them. 
so I try to give stuff that they would like. And so one shit that you that I've given you is probably gonna be some shit I don't want no part of anyway because it's some shit you like. That's why I bought it for you because you like it. And two, I just don't. I gave that to you. Like, yeah, you might be an asshole now because we didn't broke up, and yeah, I might be upset with you, but. I gave that to you because I wanted you to have it at that time. I'm not going to ask for it back. Like, I, I'm not that kind of person. But I'm not giving you nothing back that you gave me. I'm sorry. So I'm not going to do it. what about, and this probably ain't happening to you, it ain't happening to me, but what about rings? I know we hear these situations all the time. Like where, engagement ring yeah, or just a ring? engagement ring or whatever, and then somebody don't give it back. They say they're not going to give it back or the other person will expect it back. Okay, so the engage, if it, okay, a ring, just a regular ring, you ain't getting that shit back. An engagement ring I will give back And the reason I will give an engagement ring back Is because an engagement ring Has ties to Like an engagement ring is We finna get married At the point that we decide that we're no longer getting married That ring is a symbol of that agreement to get married And we're not doing that anymore So I'll give back an so engagement ring So it don't ring. automatically revert to gift? It's not a gift. This a we finna get. This is my promise to you that we finna It's a symbol. It's a symbol that's different So I would give that back like I would give back an engagement ring. If, one, I, what I'm gonna do with it? I ain't finna wear this shit. Like, <laughs> and two, I just feel like that's a different kind of situation. Like I would give an engagement ring back if we decided that we we weren't gonna be together no more. We not gonna get married. I would give a ring back. Now again, if you got me a ring for like I you know three year anniversary or whatever the fuck, you ain't getting that back because that's a gift. But an engagement ring has symbolism behind it that I, we're no longer going to um, to do. So, like, I would give an engagement ring back. I wouldn't be paid. Plus, I don't want it. Like, we're not getting married. That was the whole purpose of this ring. I don't want it no more. So, you can have that back. But not no gifts. Mm -mm. But what makes you want the gifts? If you're not continuing the mind, relationship with that person. Them gifts But you can mind. look at the ring like that too. No, because the ring is a promise that we finna get married. Like, that's a different situation. If you bought me an Xbox game, <laughs> that ain't no symbol. That was some shit. Oh, I know you like this. I got this for you for your birthday type shit. Oh, an engagement ring is the ring like that you wear up until we I, I put this wedding band on your finger. You never gonna put the wedding band on my finger because we're not getting married. So what about a ring that's not an engagement ring that comes with a very strong, like a promise ring? I don't do promise rings. Let me just well, say well, that. Let's not, let's not call it a promise ring. Let's say that he gives you this ring and he said, I want this to be a symbol of how much I care for you and love you and how long that our love and relationship can last. And I want you to always remember that this has my <laughs> Uh, impression what upon it. Go do that though. Like I don't I know. Like, the uh, niggas on them commercials that be they doing their ring to, commercials. They try to get you to buy commercials. They try to get you to buy rings, but they do it. They and then somebody is <laughs> a it's a hundred thousand dudes out here practicing off of that commercial. Ah, but I feel like if you gonna put all of that into it, it should be an engagement ring. That's my, I would be like, what the fuck is you giving me? That all like? I'm trying to figure out, Red, <laughs> is the line at where we draw. What is a gift versus how much sentimentality has to be tied to it but again, for you to disregard it as such? Engagement isn't a sentimentality thing. That's a promise. We finna get married. So you wear this ring up until so everybody know we are about to get married. But it's still tied to love. It's still tied to your relationship. It's still tied to 
You know, desire is tied to a bunch of stuff. But it's tied to more than just a regular ring would be. But I'm saying because, like I said, I think I said on a different show, I don't do long engagements, so. You know, six months after you give me this engagement ring, we're going to probably be walking down the aisle. At the point that we decide that we're no longer going to be together, that is no longer the goal. So I don't need this ring no more. Like, that ring was tied to that goal of we finna get married. Once that goal is gone, the ring has no, like, you get this shit back. I don't want it then. It ain't because it's it's not sentiment. It's a promise and a goal that we no longer are, are going to reach. So you can have it back. Now, if you that's like asking if if you gave me some earrings or a bra- I ain't giving you that shit back. Them my earrings and that is my bracelet. Nope, <laughs> it's mine. But an engagement ring, I would totally give that back because of what it means. And we're not getting in. I'm not engaged to you anymore. But now it means nothing. Exactly. So get this shit back. But the other gifts mean nothing either. But you can't wear an engagement ring when you're no longer engaged. You can pawn that bitch. No. It's yours. You can do what you want with it. No, Mm-mm. the the ring is tied to the fact that we finna get married. That's that's mine if we are getting married, not just mine. Like earrings, that shit is just mine because it was my birthday. That shit don't change because we ain't together no more. I still had that birthday. You still gave me this gift. An engagement ring means that we're about to like proceed on to something, and once we no longer about to proceed on to that, you can have this back because that was the reason that you gave it to me. The purpose though it doesn't exist anymore if you gave me a gift because it was my fucking birthday that okay it was still my birthday two years ago this shit is mine <laughs> it was still our anniversary two years ago this shit is mine the purpose didn't go away but the purpose of an engagement ring can be disappear if you ain't getting married so I, you had it back I'll never be in a situation. I would not keep somebody's engagement ring if we were not going to get married. I wouldn't be. Nah, I'm petty. I ain't that damn petty. I'm not going to pawn the engagement ring. I think that's kind of fucked up. I wouldn't do that. Why I not? would give it back to you. He, he going to pawn it? Well, that's his to pawn. It's his money he spent. It's, that's, if he, that's what he going to do. That's fine. But I just wouldn't feel right doing that. Now I might feel differently Depending on how horrible the breakup would But I would like to think That I am mature enough of a person That I would just be like Plus if I got mad and when we broke up I'd probably take that shit off and throw it at your ass Anyway take this fucking ring (laughs) Fuck you and this ring nigga How about that You wanna marry your stupid ass I would not be put in this scenario Because like I'm not gonna be Engaged long at the point that I've Chosen hey, you. What's not long though? Cause shit can happen. Like I said, I don't plan to be engaged at long. That but- I, at the point that I, with the way that I assess <laughs> the relationship process, at the point that we are engaged, we're getting married. <laughs> now, mind you, going back to past, past podcasts, I don't give a fuck about marriage. So if you don't want to get married, we not get married. But if you want to get married. It's gonna happen. It ain't nothing between the time that you engaged and we get married that you're gonna do that's gonna make me say we ain't getting married now. The, well, it's some things that you can do. It is you can fuck up some could, stuff. Yeah. Okay, you can start using drugs. <laughs> we are done. That is fucking no. Ain't no. It, that's gonna be in the contract. You start using drugs, it's over. Okay, you can. Though this is not your fault. 
you can have some mental illnesses activated. <laughs> you, know, you know, schizophrenia, bipolar, some of those take an environmental stressor to, to activate. Oh. So if you one have those things and aren't willing to be medicated and just have a lot of sporadic behavior, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can't keep it up. I'm not saying that if you have those things, it's a wrap. I'm saying that if you're not willing to take care of yourself as it pertains to those things and they start causing problems in my and your life, it's a wrap. But that's what I'm so there are situations that can happen where you would get engaged but not get married. Very few. But there are some. So would you want your ring back? Would I want my ring back? Mm-hmm. No, I won't want it back. Why wouldn't you want it back? Because I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just a material possession. Do you know how fucking much engagement rings cost? I mean, do you I don't know how much money idea. I'm gonna have at that time. It's a lot of money. I don't know how much money I'm gonna want to spend on it. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. Would Even the get? cheapest of engagement. I mean, them shits is expensive. Engagement rings are expensive unless you go like Walmart. engagement rings are a scam. Man, let's just call it for what it is. All that shit is a scam. I mean, I, why is that a scam? I don't want to say scam so much, but it's just a part of an industry that is inflated prices because people oh, yeah. have bought into it. Just yeah. like funerals, yeah. they use the emotional state of people during mm-hmm. these times, whether it's the height of love or whether it's the depths of grief. To say this is how much stuff costs, this is how much you got to pay yeah. for it. It should not cost thirty fucking thousand dollars to put somebody in the ground. Shouldn't, but it does. I am going to make my own casket one day. I hate you, and it's going to be horribly so crafted. It's right. going to look terrible, but you know what? It's going to be in my will, and it's going to be like Brewster's Millions. It's going to have stipulations. It's going to say if y'all do not bury me in this fucking box, I will have somebody burn up every single possession I've ever had in my life. Nobody is getting shit. And I know this assumes that I have shit at that point, but I'm optimistic about my future. But if I don't have shit at that point, I'm just letting you know there will be stipulations that say, bury me in this box. Do not buy no shit for me to go out in. My grandmama done bought her casket already. My grandmama set all her death plans. (laughs) My grandma called me and said, on point. Well, she didn't say that. She said my name, but on point. Look, I want you to know that I've bought my casket. I set my plans. I know exactly how much everything gonna cost. Don't let your sister mess stuff up. <laughs> and I don't mean mess stuff up, but I know my sister, she just loved the shit out my granny. So she'll spend $100,000 on my grandma if she could for a funeral. You know what I'm saying? So my granny was like, look, I set all my plans. Don't want no arguing. Don't want no fighting. Respect my wishes. That's how I'm gonna be, except I'm not going through them organizations to do it. But all that shit is a scam. Okay, but even so, you still gonna probably spend some money on the ring. I might spend money on the ring, but it ain't enough for me to say I want my ring back. Because to me, it's just a material possession. And I gave it to you because I wanted you to have it. If you can't keep it, then go pawn it. But I'm not gonna ask for it back. Now, if you throw that shit back at me, (laughs) I got these hands, I'm gonna catch it (laughs) and put it in my pocket. Because you just disrespected the <laughs> ring, but you know what I'm saying. Otherwise, I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna ask for it back. I don't care enough about material I shit. It, I, it's not again for me. It's not the material. This it's the meaning behind the ring, and we're no longer doing that. And so I would. You gave me this under the faith that we were going to get married. We're not getting married now for whatever reason. Plus, like I said, at the point that somebody proposes to me and I say yes. It's gonna have to be some serious shit for that to to break up after that fact. Like you'd have had to cheat, or 
you know, I found out that you've been doing coke this whole time, and I didn't know. Like, it's gonna have to be some really, really serious shit for that to break. Because, because if I'm saying yes to you, that's a big ass deal. <laughs> I'm just not gonna just say yes to anybody. So, at the point that I accepted your ring. It's gonna take some major shit, and and any type of major shit that would happen, I don't want this ring no more. I so, want you to have it back. So, do you feel like you are you have to give it back, or if they didn't want it back, could you keep it? Like, is this just under the context that somebody wants it back? Even if they didn't want it back, I wouldn't want to keep it, and I wouldn't feel right pawning it because of what it like. I don't know. I probably wouldn't pawn it if I if they wouldn't take it back. I probably would just keep it. Like I would. I don't think I would feel right pawning it. Like, but I'm. You know, I know I seem like uh, I'm gangster. And I don't have no feelings. And I don't give a shit about shit. I do though sometimes. And I'm a sentimental. Like nobody's ever proposed to me. And so the nigga that do like I that just is gonna be a very big deal for me. Like I know it is. And I'm not gonna want to. I don't know. I, I I don't think I would pawn it. I have to be angry as a motherfucker to <laughs> to do some shit like that. Like I had to be really mad to pawn your shit. But I would offer it back. The only way I would keep it is if he wouldn't take it back. That would be the only way. But I would definitely offer it up. But anything else that you gave me is mine, motherfucker. <laughs> and I look at relationships slightly differently. You know, I just look at life like this. It's Everybody who's been a part of my life, good or bad, has contributed in a way, you know, and I'm not saying that to say that you can have to like that person or love that person or deal with that person, you know, but it's just not enough. It just wouldn't be enough problems to me in that situation to have to have my stuff back or be petty or say I want my ring back, you know, that it that just imagine how I deal with people in that sense. And I know that's just me. I'm very much a pacifist when it comes to, <laughs> you know, things <laughs> and caring about stuff, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. And you know what? Like my upbringing in which I just didn't have shit as a child. Like this is what really has diminished my concern for material possessions. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying that it's material. But that's what I'm saying. For me, it's not a material possession. Uh, 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 an engagement ring is not just a material. It's possession. a physical, material ring. That and once is a that, symbolism. But once that engagement is over, once that connection is gone, once you realize it ain't nothing, it's just it's a the ring. ring now. Is still, but the ring still symbolizes that, regardless of whether or not. Like that's why I wouldn't want the shit. That's. <laughs> You gave me this because you wanted to marry me. Well, in that sense, everything symbolizes the relationship. No, a birthday gift is a birthday gift. The fuck? That's mine. <laughs> Keep it that shit. My birthday did not happen because we ain't together. I guess he would have had to give you a teddy bear that said, I love you with his name on the motherfucker for yeah. you to be like, yeah. damn, this shit symbolizes the relationship. But if it's just some shit I like, which is what most people do for your birthday, I'm keeping that shit because guess what? I still like this shit. It's mine. Listen, dudes, if you want all of your shit back from the relationship, Make sure you put some kind of sentimental touch on that <laughs> shit, okay? Don't just buy her shit she like. Buy her shit that you want her shit. to have that you can connect sentimentally to. 
See, but that's gonna back. fuck with me because I ain't that kind of girl. Like, I want you to know me well enough to give me some shit that you know I like. That is gonna get you a lot further with me than some old bullshit like a teddy bear that say I love you. Like, you get that fanny, bitch. That don't mean you know me, and that don't mean that you care specifically about me. You can buy that for anybody. I like things that show that you know me. I like things that show that you've been paying attention to my black ass the whole time that we've been dating. I don't want you to give me no cliche ass shit. I don't want that. You probably do this for everybody you date. I don't want that shit. Don't buy me no can. First of all, anybody that buys me chocolates for Valentine's Day automatically gets to the, uh, get fucked up because I don't eat chocolate and I tell everybody that. So if you just go buy some chocolate, you just try to do some cliche ass shit and I'm gonna be very upset. I want this shit. I don't eat it. What I'm gonna do with it? What I'm gonna do with this? <laughs> you gotta buy somebody that don't eat chocolates a thing that look like it got chocolate in it. So that they get mad initially, <laughs> but you've taken the time to replace all the chocolates with shit that they actually fuck with. That would be amazing. <laughs> See that that would get you some points. But it depends how mad she get if she believed that you bought <laughs> she you bought her chocolates though. <laughs> oh, I have an attitude like, oh, this is what you do now. <laughs> you just you just buy chocolates. You know I don't eat no fucking. What is this? Why would you buy this? You, you should eat put them? a note in it. You should put a note at the bottom of all the candy that say, "Bitch, you thought this was chocolate, didn't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like because I do that for people. I don't buy cliche gifts. I get to know people and I buy them what I feel like they would like. Like because I don't want to be cliche. I don't want to be no cliche ass person. So I try to like get people things that I know they like because I've taken the time to get to know them and I like to show them that like hey I pay attention to some of the shit you say like I ignore you sometimes but most of the time I'm listening and I heard you say that this was a thing so here you go I'm a horrible gift buyer that's horrible. terrible on point better or for worse I will buy your ass a gift card you better pay your bills or something <laughs> you better goddamn go get something you enjoy and that I know you're gonna use it reminds me of what we used to do when I was little man I, I don't know how I feel about it but it's like on holidays and stuff we would we would go get stuff that my mama already owned and we would wrap it up and then present it to her as gifts we were just fucking poor. We didn't have nothing. Like we, we would just go into like we would just ramble and and we didn't have like my mama didn't have no boundaries on on anything for us. It mm. was like you know don't go in my room. It wasn't nothing like that. Like we'll just go deep in her closet and we'll always find something we've never seen before because she's always on stuff and mm. we'll just rewrap it and gift it to her on the holiday just out of <laughs> sentiment. I mean, and I don't know the, the valuable part about it is that she acted like it was amazing. You know Aww. what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we didn't have shit like that. What I said, like, like for me, that's why if I bought you something, and that's how I can say, you know, you can keep it on my deal. You know, if you don't want it, I'll take it. But like, it's nothing that I don't feel there is anything I'll ever buy a person that I will feel that I need back if I bought it for you. If I've spent the money on it and I've given it to you. It's given. Yeah, like, that's how I feel. I wouldn't ask for anything back that I gave to somebody. Like I wouldn't do that. Like I don't care. Keep it. I bought it for you because I wanted you to have it at the time. That doesn't change now because you, you know, you didn't fell off the deep end and lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> I still, at that time, wanted you to have it. I might not, you know, if I had to buy you something now, of course I wouldn't. And I would tell you, fuck you. But at that time, I wanted you to have it, so you keep it. I don't want that shit back. What I'm gonna do with it? 
I don't want it. Keep it. It's fine. But uh, hopefully that answers <laughs> that question. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account at conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Um, a lot of Trump stuff. <laughs> this motherfucker's going to be president next Friday. Do y'all realize that? Do you understand what that fucking means? This nigga is... Have you seen any of the confirmation hearings or clips from any of the confirmation Mm -mm. hearings? It's really mostly boring shit, but it's really just to confirm all of the pics that he's taken and make sure that they ain't crazy. Like Jeff Sessions? I mean, like, I think they're mostly going to get in. I think that Mm -hmm. the people that's interviewing them just give them a hard time anyway. But just in case they get up there and say, you know, Americans ain't shit but hoes and tricks. (laughs) I I think that there needs to be somebody to be able to say, eh, nah. They kind of crazy. I don't know why we didn't see this before, but we see it now. So, nah. But I think for the most part, they going to get in. Well, his inauguration is going to happen next Friday. They're still trying to set up shit for this and it, at, at this point, I just feel like black folks that are listening, I don't know why he would, but if Donald Trump asked you to do something for his inauguration, don't do that shit, because it ain't going to turn out well for you. Jennifer Holiday has come on, and, and now she's going to perform at his inauguration. And if you don't know who Jennifer Holiday is, I don't know how you could not know who Jennifer Holiday is. I didn't know. I cannot believe that you didn't know who she is. She is the original singer of uh, You're Gonna Love Me. Everybody knows the Jennifer Hudson version because of Dreamgirls, but Jennifer Holiday did that originally. I don't know. But she was like a... What other I mean, hits does she have? Other, I can't think of any right off I the top. I mean, clearly, if you, go to, if you go to Spotify, mm-hmm. A lot of artists, shit. Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. It's a list of hits that they got. Yeah, I'm sure. But why they got that shit too, though? I mean, but maybe. it's a difference between having those hits that everybody know straight up that you did versus not. Now I know she got hits, but like that one has been everywhere. But I feel like. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like when somebody younger remakes your song, it's the same shit that a lot of people probably don't know that Dolly Parton had. I will uh, always love you before Whitney Houston, because Whitney Houston came and did a remake, and that's all the fuck people know. Man, I just that's the same thing with fucking Aaliyah at your best. I didn't know the Osleys fucking did that shit. Yeah, I knew that. I was like, <laughs> I like both of them though. I'm like, I like. I mean, I ain't mad at nobody. I'm just saying that shit happens a lot. Well, she of course people giving her a hard time for agree. Like you not gonna be able to agree to do this inauguration and be black and people not give you shit about it. You just not. I mean, it ain't gonna happen because this. Why would you want to perform at the inauguration of this bullshit ass president? For what? It's not gonna be good publicity for you. It's not gonna help you in any kind of way because now people ain't gonna want to fuck with you. I don't know. Black people ain't, but white people though. If white people love you, you make way more money than when black people love you. But are they going to love them? Are they going to give a fuck about that? Or are they going to just be like, where the white performance? They're going to be like, where the white performance at? But I'm just saying. Care about Jennifer? What white person is going to be like, oh my God, Jennifer Holiday, you black and you don't even know who the fuck she is. How many people are going to be like, Jennifer Holiday's performing? Oh God, yes, that's great. 
oh my goodness gotta go to that like how many white people are gonna be excited about that how many white people are gonna be excited about Talladega College who people didn't even fucking know existed to this fucking scandal shit about them before like they ain't gonna give a fuck about no HBCU uh, white people probably don't even know what HBCU stands for is or that there are historically black colleges and universities that exist shit probably that ain't even on their radar this is not gonna help Talladega it ain't gonna help Jennifer Hudson or any other black people like I don't know if that anybody else has and this is not referencing all white people it's not just white people who would feel that way I feel like Trump supporters would feel that like people who still support this motherfucker who gonna attend his inauguration I feel like them the kind of people who would feel this way I do I feel like his supporters are the kind of people that would be like why all these why all these black people before like where where where's where Tim McGraw? I they don't know. Who have else to is. Say, they not gonna have to say where the white people live because everybody else is gonna be white. Yeah. It's like five people. Yeah. It's gonna be forty to fifty different performers and people that's at that situation. I mean, they not gonna have to say where the white folks at. They just gonna wait to the next ceremony. <laughs> I don't know, just sit through this one. <laughs> I just don't understand why you would agree to do that. Like there's been so like the list of people who he has been requested that they've been like hell to the null to the null null null. It's so long. Why would you want to be on that list of and I'm still so butthurt. I am butthurt about Tyler Egg College agreeing to do that. It's just Everybody don't think the way that we think. I know. And some people are on the other side of thinking what we think, even though we don't feel like they should think that way. We don't know what Jennifer Holliday's motivations for doing this were. She might not really care about the racial stuff that's going on. She might not believe it. She might even have a past history with Donald Trump. As far as the show goes or as far as brushing up to him, you just never know, man. I don't fucking know. I was disappointed when I saw that she agreed because I do like the original version of I'm, and I'm telling you. And she did a lot of the Dream Girl um and I'm cha- I don't know if you've seen Dream Girl. She did a lot of the songs on that original soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I just fucking hate that and it makes me disappointed in her because why the fuck would you agree anybody black that agrees to perform in his inauguration I'm gonna be disappointed in because I feel like it's a terrible decision to make when he don't respect you he just wanna have some color (laughs) there like I he doesn't I just don't understand why you would agree to it I just don't and it makes me sad and you know, you you got her doing that, and then Steve Harvey meeting with him. Man, Steve, I watched the video of Steve Harvey, and he was saying that I sat down with Donald Trump. He introduced me to Ben Carson. He's over the new, you know, housing and urban development program, and then he went on to say, "I'm just doing what my friend told me to do." My friend, President Obama, told me to get from behind the tweets, get from behind the media or social media, and and sit down and talk. I don't feel like he was referencing this specific meeting, (laughs) but Steve Harvey made it sound like he was, Mm -mm. you know, but I don't know. I don't give a fuck about Steve Harvey. I don't either, but like, okay, (laughs) I kind of gave Kanye a pass because I feel like this motherfucker's unraveling and he ain't making the best of decisions just off the top. This nigga went into the meeting with blonde hair. I mean, come on. His life's kind of in shambles right now. Steve Harvey. Wait, he's having the same color as Donald Trump? (laughs) 
That's not okay though. Why not? <laughs> what do you mean why not? It's okay for Donald Trump. It's to have not okay. Hair. It ain't a, well because he <laughs> he looks he don't look good with it, but it's just it's not okay for. <laughs> Kanye looked a fool. He looked a fool, and then he put some pink in there at some point. It was it's too much. Like Kanye, obviously, still not all that mentally stable. So I, I get you know, and you just expect Kanye to do stupid ass shit. I was very, I just wouldn't have thought Steve Harvey. Not that I think Steve Harvey is this amazingly intelligent, politically savvy kind of person, but I just wouldn't have thought that was no shit he would even want to do. But I did you see Steve the video Hart. DL Hughley made? DL Hughley made a video and he was like, you know, I don't respect Donald Trump. I never will. He was like, look at who he decided to meet with: a rapper, uh, a football player, and a comedian. He meeting with the people who who embody what he expects from us. We can throw balls. We make people laugh. We you know make 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 music like that's it. He's not meeting with like the intelligent or not he didn't say it but that's basically his whole mm-hmm. thing was he meeting with the stereotypical black folks and he don't have no respect for him for that and he said he ended it by saying fuck Donald Trump but he was like you meeting with comedians and rappers and football players <laughs> like what these are the representatives from the black community that you've decided to meet with not our leaders but these motherfuckers and so he he put did like a little rant video about it after Steve Harvey met with him. He wasn't pleased, and he did not think it was a good move. Um, I think that some people think you know Trump is a train wreck. You can play nice, you could go have all the meetings that you want to. It's not going to change his mind, or it's not going to change how he feels about. It. Like I just don't. He ain't that kind of person. He's not shown that he's that kind of person. I don't see what the purpose of these meetings is other than make you feel better because you wouldn't talk to him, but I don't think they're going to make no difference. He Trump no, is going to do what he going to do. Like, I don't think him meeting with Steve Harvey and fucking Kanye West. <laughs> and who the fuck knows what them two niggas were saying to him anyway? Like, are they good representatives for what needs to happen anyway? <laughs> like, these are the motherfuckers that you meet because they're the only ones who are, would agree to meet with you. But still, come on now. I don't know. It, it's just... It's going to continue to be difficult to talk about representatives of the African-American community when we don't really have any representatives. We don't want Jesse Jackson and Hell Al Sharpton in that no. motherfucker neither. No, we don't. You know, I mean, we definitely don't want no fucking dumbass Umar Johnson and them in there. What about Roland Martin with his ascots? We don't need Roland Martin either. <laughs> Roland Martin too aggressive. Like, Roland Martin ain't a leader. Roland Martin is calling out white people for their shit. And representing uh, blackness in the media in in a very good way, but I won't call him a leader. He ain't trying to lead. Who's a like. leader? What? What? Who would be considered a leader? Because I mean, Obama was a leader, and he's met with him. Shit didn't make no difference. Well, who's a leader? Well, it ain't a football player. It's not a football player. It ain't no Kanye. Right. You are fucking you know right. What I'm saying, but <laughs> not though. We need to decide what a leader for us is. Within the African American community, I'm not saying that there's not room to talk about Trump and the poor decisions he's making and what he thinks that leadership is. But we gotta decide at some point what leadership in our community looks like. 
And I think that we can have varying levels of leadership in our community. We can. It can be Umar Johnson for the people that will follow him. It can be Jesse Williams for the people that will follow him. It can be David Banner for the people that will follow him. You know what I'm saying? But the truth of the matter is, there are varying degrees of how we believe progress look like in our community. I don't agree with Umar Johnson, but I'm not going to call everybody who is passionate about the success of our community dummies because they listen to what he say. I mean, that's true, but like... I. Under no context could Steve Harvey be considered a leader of the black community. Under no context could fucking Kanye West be considered a leader of the black Like, they're not even in the running for that. They're not in the running at all. Like, nobody, I don't think anybody would feel, like, Umar Johnson followers would feel like he was a leader. I don't think fans of Kanye West, they might be fans of his music, but I don't think they would be like, yep, he's a good representative, go talk to fucking Trump. Like, they're not in anybody's mind. Good leaders of the Donald Trump. He's an idiot. What the fuck does he know? But he is somebody. He's a dumbass. He's a person. You know what I'm saying? Is he a person? But that's why I'm saying. I mean, he might be a fucking android. I don't know why they would make him look like that if they could make him look like what they wanted him to. I mean, I mean, if he was a robot, I mean, they did a good job at making him look like a regular (laughs) motherfucker. You know, he rich man. Ain't no telling when you get that kind of money. He might have some damn android parts. If my grandmama poor well, ass can get, get two hips hair. and two knees replaced, I don't understand. What do rich he, people get? Why he don't have better hair at this point? You got all this money, you have better hair. I think I think his hair's a part of his brand at this point. I still don't get why. And he's terrible. Clearly, it's a problem. Clearly, this is only something that's it, that's that uh, white people have access to. But the comb over, I mean, black people got to do special stuff that they had to get a comb over, yeah. but. Like, it's just always weird to me how you get one long strand of hair that grow <laughs> and just this one area of your head and you pull it all the way over. <laughs> it's just weird to me. Well, and the tanning. He can't get better tans. I have seen white people that get tans that don't look orange. He look like a oopa loopa. You rich. This the best you can do. Do he get tans? Yeah. Is that what his body is? Do you think he naturally orange? He not naturally that color. Those are tans. <laughs> I think he gets sprayed. He too old for tans. This nigga seventy. That don't mean shit. Oh, they white look. White people who tan tan for life. <laughs> the people who fit, who who decide. There are to some tan horror stories out here. Yeah, it is. But I guess that's for people that ain't rich. Yep. If you're rich and tan, it's a different situation. Because I feel like at this point, if he was getting spray tanned, like it'd be orange shit everywhere he go. Like I ain't never seen. <laughs> like but I feel like somebody was... would have took a picture of like like you know uh, uh what's the name of that movie uh coming to America where they sat on that couch and they and had the, the Jerry Curl G- yeah. on the couch. I feel like he would have left some shit behind it. Somebody somewhere would have took a picture and been like, "This is what it looks what like is... when Donald Trump sits <laughs> on your couch." <laughs> but when people get tan, they don't get their heads tan. Yes, they do. They put them little glasses on and they lay in the bed and they tan their whole fucking I'm just saying, body. They don't spray the back of his hair. Like if he put his head on the back of something, they oh, wouldn't yeah. tan that area. But all his hand, any body part that was free that touch a couch would leave shit behind. I mean, I ain't even trying to keep pretending like I know enough about fucking tanning and spraying and all that shit. I don't know nothing about that shit. I got melanin. <laughs> I don't need to know about that stuff. You melanated, as Uwa Jackson would say. You melanated. But I'm just saying. Yeah, them niggas ain't leaders. No, but they're not. 
We need to find leaders. We need to, or leaders need to emerge. Would he even want to meet with them though? Would he, he really want to meet with people who me, could call him out on that this shit? That supersedes Donald Trump's existence. This is something we should have been trying to identify for so long. That's true. And something we're gonna have to try to identify after Donald Trump is gone. We need to see what it, and that it ain't even for America's sake. It's for our sake yeah. as a culture. Like, where are we trying to go? Because we ain't doing them again. Played with in America. Mm-hmm. In America, we like. Have you ever had a friend? I don't know. You might not have had this situation. I had a situation where it's like I had a person that I wanted to be my friend that didn't seem to really want to be my friend. And so like <laughs> the ball of friendship was in their court and I was just constantly trying to do stuff to to show them that I could be a good friend. That's what white America expect black America to be. Like we they have the ball of friendship in their court and we just expected to constantly do things to show them that we can be a friend but at any given time they can say I don't want to be your friend and like they do regularly say that's, that. and that's how it feels we have to have this conversation in a smaller context within our community as to how it's going to connect to the white community and how we're going to move forward in America through the lens of our leaders how and are a we unified gonna agree on what a leader is I feel like that's going to be difficult to come to an agreement I really on. don't think we have to I don't think we have to agree what a leader is. I think we have to agree what the destination is. And all of the leaders that have conflicting and differing ideas, I think they have to say, we all need to get to this destination. And we're not going to besmirge each other in the media to get to our differing destinations because that's all that's happening. When Jesse Williams talk, other black leaders, air quotes, start talking bad about him. When Umar Johnson say something, other black leaders start talking bad about it's nobody that can say something about the black community that other people ain't gonna criticize i just don't think we're willing to realize that there are different routes and different paths to get to the same destination it's the same way with martin luther king and malcolm x they couldn't have been more different Mm -hmm. in how they felt that they should achieve progress in america you know but they were yin and yang yeah they were going different routes we can have that existence we can have people that think differently about how to get to the same destination. We have to identify that destination and we have to let those leaders lead those groups, you know, but we still do have to be able to call out when they get out of pocket. You know, I do have my qualms with Umar Johnson for various reasons, <laughs> but you know what? If they want to follow him, that's fine. As long as he's leading to somewhere that's appropriate. When you get on a video cussing <laughs> other dudes out who got their own visions of how to move forward, whether you agree with it or not, that got to be called out by, by the other black minutes. leaders. Don't just call out the black leaders because I don't agree with what you're saying yeah. and you you taking my stuff, you know. But I just think that the the black people that we have, that the black leaders, the Umar Johnsons, I think people like him right now are like trying to move forward in a career with this stuff not just purely a humanitarian that is seeking to just exclusively have life better for for his people like if if you could right now make a decision to have nothing no acknowledgement nobody knows your name and to be in a community where you're 55 or 60 and working hard if you can make a decision to choose that life knowing that black people will be in the best position they could ever be in in America at that time. If you could press the button for that or press the button for continuously right now obtaining fame, wealth, and all of the things that you acquire from that and until the end of your life that will suit you for the rest of your life and your kids and you'll be financially set, 
I'm just not sure if Umar Johnson, I'm not sure which button he would press. Yeah. I can't say which one he would, but I think it's a lot of people in that position. The the dude that uh the dude that he got into an argument with, General Seti. Yeah. I don't know which button he would press. I feel like Jesse Williams would press the button that he don't have nothing and yeah. no recognition. Yeah. I don't know what button David Banner would press. And I'm really I mean, I know stuff like um John Lewis who is, you know, a civil rights pioneer. He's in the Senate. Just got into it with just got into it with I think people like John Lewis and those old pioneers, they would press the button. Mm-hmm. You know, but they also politicians. Yeah. And so they got to dance around it a certain way. I feel like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, I feel like they press the button to maintain their status and wealth. Yeah. I and that's just how I feel. Have no shadow of a doubt. That Martin Luther King or Malcolm X would have pressed the button. Yeah. For that, so I, I just it's hard to determine what they're really trying to achieve with their agendas and with with their platforms. I don't know. Yeah. And so that's all I'm saying. We we gotta identify the destination and we gotta identify who is suitable to keep going and delivering that message. And we gotta prepare people to call those leaders out mm-hmm. when they get out of pocket. That don't mean they can't lead no more. Sometimes sometimes they do. Yeah. One big part of Umar Johnson's situation was he was he was preaching being celibate while he was having a relationship <laughs> with a stripper. I've been the thing is, with a listen, stripper. just fuck strippers. That's fine. Don't say y'all shouldn't do it. How are you living a T Pain song and trying to be out here telling motherfuckers what to do with their life? Just, Seriously, just have sex with strippers. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Look, if you like having sex with strippers, as long as you ain't acquiring them from Backpage, because clearly undercovers on there, and you'll get caught up. <laughs> Did you see that shit about the car? Co- uh, correctional officer, <laughs> you a <laughs> correctional <laughs> officer by day and on Backpage by night selling vagina. Wait, what? And you sold vagina to an undercover. Correctional office ain't that much, ain't that prestigious of a role. But still, goddamn, like back page. You on back page, like after you go <laughs> try to keep these prisoners in line. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that was funny and sad. Supplemental income. But back page. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Why was me? It don't matter where where the medium was that she tried to supplement her income with selling her ass. It does because I didn't supplemented my income before, but I worked at Walgreens. I'm just saying the part of the problem is that she wanted to sell her ass. It don't matter about back page. She could have did this shit through Facebook Messenger and some groups. I know, but I just feel like back page is just so like lowbrow for like I feel like I don't feel, I feel like even prostitution has like levels. And I feel like Backpage is at the bottom. It's not easy to have a pimpless prostitution life. That's true. So you got to do it through Backpage, right? I guess. Have you ever been on Backpage? First of all, I didn't even know Backpage existed until I moved to Birmingham. And I went to a workshop and they were talking about human trafficking and like Backpage. And I was like, what the fuck is Backpage? So I went on there. It is terrifying. I don't understand how people go on there and see these ads and be like, yep, her tonight. Let me go. Let me send a message and like set this shit up. Like, I understand. I ain't with it. Back pages. I just look at it like paying for AIDS. <laughs> that's how I look. Like, in my head, that's how I can say with certainty that I'm never going to buy a prostitute in my life. Because you either paying for AIDS, herpes, syphilis. Shit, why are you paying for diseases? 
Potentially. I fucking hate you so That's how much. I feel. Like, I promise you. That's really, I think that's really what keeps me at bay when, like, dudes <laughs> be obsessing over chicks on the internet with, like, bad oh, bodies and stuff. Lord. I be like, I bet she ain't even take a bath today. <laughs> I hate you so much. She might have an STD. Oh, my God. You know the, the correctional officer, the deal that, that got her uh, caught, it was for like $120. I know. What the fuck was she going to do for a 120 Is that like low or high? I feel like that's kind of high for prostitutes. Maybe high. not. I think that's low. 120 Yeah. I don't. Is that for she like an hour? somebody on Tinder and take, take their ass out the damn dinner for $100 if they down DTF. <laughs> Down. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, what is DTL? Okay, never mind. <laughs> but I don't know. That just seems like I don't know. When I think of prostitutes, and this is probably terrible. I probably lowball them. I feel like it's like twenty dollars here, fifty dollars there. Like a hundred and twenty dollars just sound like a lot for some ass. I think it's twenty dollars when it's like twenty <laughs> of them on the corner, <laughs> you know. But everybody got their own like fetishes, like. She got to have lips and she got to have red hair. So that's how I think everybody <laughs> around the corner can get it. But they still can be cheap. But on back page, I get, I don't know. I mean, clearly, if you look, if you, if you look like a famous <laughs> porn star or if you are a famous porn star, you charge thousands of dollars. I wouldn't trust that though. If I was a dude, because I'm pretty, I mean, I get, do women, do men have like ads on back page and women like get niggas off back page? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know why they would have to. That's true. Well, if I was a dude and I and I was on Backpage and I saw a bitch that looked like a porn, like I'm not gonna trust that she looks like that. I would feel like you were catfishing me because I'm not gonna feel like somebody that looked like that would be on Backpage. So now I wouldn't trust it. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, I've never had to think about this up to this point <laughs> but I would assume that if you would do it that you would take a pistol with you or something I mean or, a lot of these motherfuckers be getting robbed and shit like they get there and the girl is there but then her her her, her goons come in and like rob you or a niggas then got killed behind this shit so apparently everybody ain't taking a pistol but they just as crazy as the people catfishing. But okay, let's say you don't. Side. Let's say you don't take a pistol, and she don't have goons. But you get there, and she looked like fucking uh, Macy Gray, and you thought she was gonna look like. Like then what? You ain't. I mean, I would be mad. Like I'm expecting, you know. Men have very low standards. <laughs> <laughs> I just men. Yeah, first off. If you're on back page, you're starting low as shit. Like, if you expect to go find a meal along somewhere, you just better be fucking happy as fuck if that happens. I just assume that's a low percentage chance. Yeah, I guess. You, If you going on back page, your decision making skills true. is fucked up. You need to expect somebody fucked up yeah. looking to walk I, up to your door or for you to walk up to their door. I just... That whole thing is just fucking weird to me, but the fact that she was this correctional officer who did it, I feel like you work in law enforcement. Like, you should know they do stings and shit. Like, it never crossed your mind that maybe you would get caught doing this shit. Like, never, never did you think, like, I don't know. She couldn't have been that smart. I I mean, it's a way she could have got out of that situation. How? They have been chatting about prices and shit. Because she could (laughs) have... 
She could have did something like bought some some like little jewelry with her and said, "I charge one hundred and twenty dollars for this ring. I charge thirty dollars for this ring, but I do have a, a supplementary massage package that comes with any of these purchases." <laughs> they would not have been able to get her on that. <laughs> they would have been like, like, "We know she was selling her ass, but she was." Acting like she was selling rings. But I feel like niggas though, that would be on Backpage would be smart enough to catch on to that. And they'd be like, I came here for vagina. And this bitch talking about rings. And like, she would never make no money. <laughs> Shit, she wouldn't make it out that room. No. <laughs> That's going to be a domestic violence situation. <laughs> Fuck y'all going to do with these rings. That ain't what I came here for. <laughs> like, I don't know. That, that was just, we got way off of. But I I'm just... I'm going to go a little bit more off the rails. Oh, shit. Do you... Do you know what porn stars do to supplement their income? Like when they're not making flicks? I didn't know that they supplemented their income. I mean, they do stuff that we don't see because clearly we just see the flicks. But they, one, do walkthroughs in clubs, which a lot of these like... Oh, because they're famous. Yeah, viral okay. celebrities do this too. Like Lil Terrio has done walkthroughs. Who the fuck is Lil uh, Terrio? Ooh, kill him. You seen the videos of that little boy? It's a little fat boy. Oh yeah, okay. and he be dancing. Ain't he a child? He is a child that has done walkthroughs in a club and got paid between a thousand and five thousand dollars. What I doing with um, my life? Welvin the Great, <laughs> who is the dude, the the mentally challenged dude that These be like nuts. exactly yeah. that dude. Uh, got him that dude. Yeah, he has done walkthroughs for money. So a lot of viral people do walkthroughs just because people will show up to your club. If somebody from a viral video or a porn will come, they, they do strip <laughs> appearances okay. where they come to strip clubs and they strip, you know, and they make tons of money doing it. Why would you? Why would you what? Why would you go into a strip club and pay to see somebody take their clothes off that you could go and see them take their clothes off at home for free? Why would you go throw money at her and you, you just seen everything? Already by this point, I don't know why you would go to a strip club and pay a random chick to fucking take her clothes off and shake her STDs in your face. I don't know why you would do that either. But that supplements their income. They do web videos, like you know, video girls on web, internet. Uh, what is it? Cam models. Yeah, They're cam, cam, cam girls, models. whatever. Yeah. Which sometimes they just do regular cam shows, and sometimes they actually have sex, and sometimes they fulfill requests. Okay, the requests I can see, but now like when I tell you what kind of requests I have come across in not wanting to see what was going on. Like what? Like. One porn star's name is Pinky. Every single dude probably know who she is. I've heard of that name before. Don't I don't like Pinky. I care Pinky. I don't know what she looks like. Came across a video and she was just farting in the video. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> sometimes she would bend over. Sometimes she would lift the leg. I mean, I was just this is nothing that I would ever fucking watch. But it was when you see the title of something People like that, have fucking weird ass fetishes, yo. <laughs> like, and what? And I always like when we looked up that list of pedophilias. If you haven't done that on Wikipedia, you should. But how do you? How does that manifest? Like, what has happened in your past that 
has created an environment where this is now a fetish for you. Who want to sit around and watch somebody fart and pay her to do it? Okay, I'm sorry. Going a little bit deeper into the rails. Oh, God damn it. Did you know that there is a market for people who will buy underwear mm-hmm. that have been worn? Worn, yeah. Yeah, with I knew that. Also, sometimes the stipulation of having skid marks in them. <laughs> that I is hard. I, now, I've learned this from having communication with people who knows people who had this kind of business before where I just wear underwear around for three days and then I send them to somebody. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's horrible. I re- <sighs> Like you said, how the fuck <laughs> I just wanna, do you get to this point yeah, in your life? What happened in your life? Something to have happened. Like, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of a scenario in which farts would have become a turn on for you. Like, what, <laughs> what would have had to have happened in order for you to equate like sexual act, like a sexual act with like farts? I don't. What would have had to take place? I don't understand. I mean, without using vulgar language, this conversation is weird. <laughs> without using vulgar language, I mean, there is once, sometimes when a man inserts into a woman, yeah. it makes yes. fart sounding noises. But it's not a fart. But <laughs> if somebody with the very impressionable mind pairs that with pleasure because fetishes don't happen to everybody no they you don't. got to have a specific type of mind that will strongly pair those positive feelings with some external stimuli that makes you feel that way like i feel like people who have leather fetishes probably had their first sexual experience on, oh, a, like dream a, on a leather couch you know i feel like i don't know i don't know i, I feel like I mean, it's feel paired like, with something though yeah but i feel like some of them are easier to understand than others. <laughs> like a fart. I, just... you, you ever heard of cuckolding? Yes. I don't. I don't get. A, a, a white guy and a, with his wife wants to watch a black man have, have sex, sex with, with his her. wife. Where did and that they come be from? disrespecting like, the fuck out of him the whole time. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. But I feel like that's like a form of um, like you must be some kind of masochist enjoying the humiliation like something had to have happened to for you to enjoy being humiliated in that way to i don't know what could happen i don't know fucking no fetishes way, are weird in no way that. is this shaming it's not shaming it. it's anybody just, with fetishes if just, you're listening you have a fetish like that is your thing yeah. if you found somebody that you can love and can love you with that thing you have, do it in secret. <laughs> I just don't understand them. That's all. Like I, they just are fucking weird to me because I don't get them, and like I don't get people who have like foot fetishes. That shit is weird. And I've been out like <laughs> I've walked in Walmart, <laughs> and I guess this just means I need to stop fucking going in Walmart. But I remember going in Walmart when I was in Montgomery. And a guy came up to me and he was like, you're really pretty. And I was like, thank you. And he was like, I bet your feet are really pretty. And at that point, I'm like, (laughs) get the fuck out of my face. Bye. Like, how do you not even have the filter (laughs) to be able to say, maybe if I don't say something about her feet today, I can can get to those feet later. He could help and say, I bet your feet like are really because I had I didn't have on sandals. I had on probably chucks because that's what I wear most of the time. And I, how you even fucking respond to that? Like, 
I just walked the fuck off because I don't know what to say to that. I don't know where I, this is gonna go if in a weird place. If that ever happens again, if that I ever happens it again, you let them know that I do have a couple of coins and a bad case of hammer toe. <laughs> That they gonna walk away immediately. Hmm, ugly ass feet. Just go. <laughs> like that's just weird. Like and I like when it happened. I just those I walking around Walmart. I'm just like, who the fuck? Like who does this? Like what? What? You started out good because I can accept. Like I'm weird about compliments, but if somebody comes up and says, "Oh, you're pretty," or "I think you're attractive," like I'll just be like, "Thank you," know, and walk away. But then you gotta continue on with. I bet your feet like. I bet your feet real pretty. Like that sounds creepy as well. Like where are we where are we go from this? Like I other than me walking. And what away. did he expect? Like did he just want to let you know that I you might have pretty me pretty? To take, take my shoe oh, off. Let me show you. <laughs> hmm, here you go. A side view. Look at the other side. I'm gonna do a little calf muscle raise right here. <laughs> How you feel about them now? <laughs> did they meet your expectations? I don't. That was just fucking weird as shit. It's just really weird. But like I was saying, if you have fetishes, that's your thing. That's yeah. fine. Now, that being said, <laughs> if somebody gets that shit on video and you about to be the president of the United States, <laughs> then we might have a situation. Might have a problem. <laughs> if so, they, they claim to have like videos of Donald Trump pissing or wanting requesting was it requesting to be peed on? I think requesting to pee on somebody or requesting them to pee on each other? I don't remember. It had something to do with pee. Anything dealing with pee, I don't fucking get either. Golden showers, don't understand. It is waste leaving the body. And I don't know why you want to fuck with waste from somebody else's body on you. That's kind of fucking gross to me. So I don't know if he wanted to pee on them or he wanted them to pee on each other or piss on him. I just know it had something to do with piss and he was requesting it. That's weird too. So I could believe he wanted to pee on them. He just seemed like the kind of motherfucker who want to piss on you. <laughs> he just it's, you know exertion of power. Yeah. He seemed like he would want to do that. So I'm sure the request was can I pee on you? I wish a motherfucker would. Either ask me or just attempt to pee on me. It ain't a lot of things that I would go to jail behind. I would fucking castrate you. <laughs> I probably would. If you just asked me, I would just tell you to get the fuck out of my house. But if you made an attempt to just do that shit, I'm gonna castrate you. I'm gonna go. It's gonna happen. Are you out of your goddamn mind? You know how disgusting that is. Pee is. The, I don't even like. Look, I've been beating the shit out of my puppy trying to get him to understand you don't pee inside because I don't want to have to keep cleaning up your piss. You're not gonna pee on me. Like no, 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 no. That's disgusting. But your dog has peed on you before. Have they peed on me before? No. The excited squirts didn't get on you none. It did no, because I was I was moving back. So I come home and the puppy Remy was excited. He hadn't peed in his crate, so he had a full bladder, and he was bound. You know how dogs jump on you when they happy. Well, he's trying to jump on me, and every time he jumps, he's like squirting out pee a little bit. So I'm bagging up like, no, sit, stop, nope. Stop. We going outside. It didn't get on me, but even if I would have been upset, but it was an accident. This wasn't. This was like. <laughs> <laughs> 
this wasn't like a situation where he was attempting to pee on me. He was just super excited and happy to see me and happened to have a full little bladder and he couldn't help. And every time he jumped, just pew, pew, pew. I was like, nigga, stop, sit down. So you pee on me. Yeah. Mm-mm. It, I just, mm-mm. No. But I could have believed that he was requesting to pee on them. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Donald Trump might like to get whipped and shit. Maybe he wanted to be peed on. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I can see that, too. I can see him, like, ordering a dominatrix to come in and whip his ass. I don't really know. I can see him going either way. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Donald Trump probably got a whole bunch of damn fetishes. I'm sure he do. With his robot-looking wife. Probably got some wife. damn dead bodies in, underneath some of the houses he used to live in. With his wife looking like a step for wife. She, now, she look like an android. Like, she just looked like... She just don't look real. She look like she Botoxed out, man. <laughs> she can't emote. Nope. <laughs> she <laughs> it's just blank stares all day. Blank stares all day from what's her name? Melania. Melania Trump. Mm-hmm. I can't date or be married to nobody with no empty ass eyes. You need to have something behind them eyes. Like her eyes, she just look like ain't nobody at home upstairs. Just all the lights out. But he don't want nobody he can have like intelligent conversations with. She just like arm candy. That's what she is. But she just look empty. Vapid. I don't know. That's horrible. It well, the truth hurts, man. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Trump is about to be our president. It is what it is. The truth hurts. Down to my core. It sure the fuck does. If I told myself today when I was I went to men's warehouse to get a suit fixed, but if Donald Trump within these four years for some reason get impeached, I'm gonna buy a suit, a <laughs> Donald Trump impeachment suit. <laughs> we'll buy the shit out of it. I'm gonna throw a party. I'm gonna do. I'm a gonna block do shit. party. I'm gonna do shit I ain't never done in my life if he get impeached, impeached because I want to remember wait, that day. Wait, if he get impeached though, does that mean Pence would come up? Yeah, we'd be fucked. That'd be worse. Shit. It don't make no difference because either Trump gonna do some shit to get impeached or not. We in a shithole regardless. That's true, but I feel like Pence is even more evil than. I really believe that Pence would have reason to get his people to rally up to impeach Donald Trump. Yeah, I then don't. He would be president. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think, and I don't think they would be against it. No. And so I think it might be realistic. I think that they might. Is even scarier than a, a Trump presidency, a Pence Trump presidency. You know the fuck that he don't give a fuck about. No, like, uh, at least Donald Trump care about rich people. I that I just that would be worse in my mind. Pence for president would be worse than Trump. It would be. That's a terrifying image. Ugh. give me nightmares. Probably wake up tonight screaming. I bet Pence gonna run for president after these four years. Yeah, he will probably. I bet he is. Let's hope the fuck he doesn't win. Well, we need somebody that's fucking ain't Hillary Clinton, number one. But not Mike Pence. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Oh yeah, to run against what's gonna him. determine yeah. whether he can win or not is the value of the person who run against him. Yeah. And you know what? The Democrat Democratic Party don't put their candidates on a biggest platform as Republican parties did. Yeah. You know. Even right before Romney started running for president, they started putting out Mormon commercials. <laughs> you know, commercials about I'm a Mormon. Like they start, they be preparing people for who yeah. they come. Democratic Party. We don't need like I did not know 
Barack Obama existed before the damn Democratic primaries. Oh, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this? I think I might know everybody who may potentially run for president as a Republican in four years. Yeah. I don't know nobody who would do that Democrat. I hope it's, uh, I hope Elizabeth Warren do something, though. I like her. She's cool. But, but it is what it is. So, in Tennessee, a teenager got disowned by her dad because they found out that she was dating a black guy. They disowned might be a heavy word, but they took away her cell phone. They took away her money. They said they were gonna stop. They were gonna stop paying for college. They took away her car, and the daddy said it's not about race. <laughs> the daddy said it's about hiding the relationship. And the fact that she's so spoiled that she needs to learn independence. So that's why they took the stuff away from her. And I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of like all lives matter. If you had chosen to do these things before you found out the rela- about the relationship, <laughs> it's different than doing those things after you find out about the relationship. Yeah. It's just a coincidence that before the relationship, you didn't feel the need to do these things, but after you found out about it, it happened. It's the same thing for All Lives Matter. All Lives Matter became a knee-jerk response to Black Lives Matter. If y'all yeah. have been saying All Lives Matter every day, all day for the last you know five years... Then it would make more sense yeah. as just a suitable way of looking at it. But when Black Lives Matter come out today and All Lives Matter come out tomorrow, y'all clearly just did that shit in response to Black Lives Matter. And that dad did that shit in response to finding out about that relationship. He said it's finding out about it as being a secret, but it was probably because the dude was black. Not she sure. believes it was. She yeah. believes that it was because yeah. black. I don't know him to say that, but she said she believes it's black. This is just smoking mirrors. He's just. You know, trying to divert other reasons why it ain't about race. She made a GoFundMe. $10,000? I have a problem kind of with the GoFundMe thing because... With her GoFundMe? Yes. Only because... Would they have raised the money if the situation had been different and it was him? Or if if it was me. If I'm a, a, a black woman... Or black girl dating a white boy. My parents cut me off and say, "Oh, you dating this white boy? You we ain't gonna give you no help you with your college no more." And I created a GoFundMe. Would I have garnered ten thousand dollars? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but shit, black folks don't even got the kind of money to be helping their kids with college no damn way. I mean, some of them. Some do. of them do. And if I but was they one also of the ones, the ones that would encourage their child to date a damn white that's person. True. <laughs> that like, is true I don't know I just it's weird that she GoFundMe's are weird now anyway I just feel like people create GoFundMe's for just anything but like I feel like yes it's fucked up that her parents did that but I don't know like when we <laughs> I don't know I just feel like black folks don't ever get that opportunity you know what I'm saying well like we standing up for shit that ain't right and, and shit don't go it goes south we just have to deal with that we have to make it work you stand up for this relationship and shit goes south with your parents and you just get a pat on the back and $10,000 like you don't have to like make shit work well I think that's just what comes along with Status and privilege in America. That fucked up. It's just like if white people support you, one, they have sheer numbers. Yeah. Two, they have financial, you know, 
ability to send the money. Like the black community don't have that in mass. Yeah. We don't I mean, I don't even go look up new GoFundMe. I don't either. I don't go look up none of that stuff. <laughs> you know, there are people that can do that and that can donate two or three or four dollars to different things every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every paycheck. And when you talk about white people, they have that in mass. When you talk about police officers making millions of dollars, Umar Johnson making a comparison to how come cop killers can get a million dollars tomorrow, but I can't even get funds from my school. You're not taking into consideration the difference in numbers and the difference in status. It's just yeah. not a lot of wealthy black people. And there's a lot, a lot of middle class black people that are willing to give their hard earned money to something they're not going to see immediate results from. And they definitely don't want to give money away to somebody's situation. Yeah. When hell, they in a situation. <laughs> you know, it's the difference between these communities that that thing happens. We just are a part of a community that I don't feel has the financial backing or the, you know, numbers in America to think that we can make money from that. But that's always been our place in America. Our place in America has been to find ways to overcome the bullshit. So I don't think we need it. I don't think she need it. She don't need it though. That's yeah, my so point. I don't think she need it. <laughs> she don't need it. You know, she, but we she could have still she could have figured out a way to continue to go to school. Because most like you just pointed out, most black people don't have parents that are able to pay for their college and so what they end up doing is taking out loans and shit. So she could have figured out a way to to continue with school if that's what she really wanted to do. That did not include asking people for money. I don't think that ten like GoFundMe is just what you do. I feel like that ten thousand dollars is a surprise, and I don't think that she. I don't think that somebody with a rat. I don't know about her. I won't say she. I don't think somebody with a ma- rational mind would expect GoFundMe to pay for their school. I don't think she's. Let me not say she. I don't think a logical person would start a GoFundMe saying fuck I won't be able to finish school and achieve the goals for the rest of my life if random people don't send me money but why start to go for me in the first place because like what why, shit why the fuck not I just I don't know I just feel I like I promise you I promise you if some if I fuck around and get beat up by a police officer <laughs> and they realize it was a mistake a GoFundMe will be up with my broken fingers and black eyes I don't give a fuck if I got to type with one finger I feel finger. like that's different though than you all your parents are butt hurt cause you dating this black boy let me go start a GoFundMe for that like I don't know but I also if 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 my you know my brother date white girls I don't give a fuck about that and then my son dated white girls I mean I probably as a black woman out here trying to like at this point find a mate and and seeing how fucking hard it is i would feel bad especially knowing that i'm trying to raise my son to be like the kind of person that anybody would be lucky to marry i would be kind of like damn poor black girls we still just out here struggling but like i ain't gonna be like if you bring that white bitch to my house I'm disowning you. We ain't helping you with shit. Don't ask me about paying no cell phone bit. Nothing. Don't talk to me. That's what my daddy told me when I was growing up. He said, don't bring no white bitch to my house. (laughs) I was like, no context, no nothing. Like my daddy was clearly my daddy lived in his mind. We just be on a road trip for like 15 minutes trying to go somewhere. We'll be at a stoplight and he'll just turn around to the back and say, don't y'all bring no white bitch to my house. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Like, Okay, <laughs> or one time he turned in the same fashion, turned around and said, "Y'all sister got more balls than y'all ever have." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck did we do? We didn't even say shit." <laughs> well, like, what did we do to deserve this? Mind you, this is after he spent like ten years in jail, so ain't no telling what the fuck was going on with him at the point in time. But if, I mean, if my 
if my kids bought home a white girl or a white dude or what were gay or regardless of what it was that society don't traditionally accept I just want them to know that they will still be unconditionally accepted by yeah, me. I still love like, you. That's now. gonna be my whole thing. But that being said, I don't have a problem with interracial relationships. Like I don't really have a problem <laughs> with it. I mean, I'm gonna be more inclined to, to to gauge whether or not I feel like you're gonna be treated right by this person as opposed to the color of their skin. But like even with my parent, my my daddy probably would this. If I married somebody white. My, I, I honestly believe that my father would disown me and he definitely ain't finna walk me down no goddamn aisle and hand me over to the white man. Not gonna happen. Now my mom on the other hand because again my bro- my younger brother dates white girls. My oldest brother was married to a Japanese lady. I have black and Japanese nieces so I think that my mom started out with the whole you need to bring somebody black to my house shit and then over time she was just like whatever I don't agree with it y'all know I don't agree with interracial but bring her I'll be nice like you know what I'm saying like she just kind of got resolved to the fact that especially them two they just like the date others that's just what they do um I've dated white men but I've never brought any home like the, the people that I've introduce my parents to have been black and that ain't necessarily been because i i'm you know me and my dad don't have the best relationship so i kind of probably would just to fuck with him if (laughs) but i just never gotten far enough with any white man that i've dated to like get to that point of here's my hey meet my meet my folks kind of shit so but i wouldn't disown my child i don't it's not a lot it ain't nothing that my child could do that i would disown them now would i get in their ass about some shit absolutely what I tell you that you can't come to my house if you develop a, a crack habit and you're going to be stealing shit totally. But I love you. Steal my child. Just don't want you to take my TV. There's not, I can't think of anything that my child could do that would make me like disown them and be like, fuck you. My you ain't my child. My children know that at a certain point, if you commit crimes and you come here to hide, you will be having the police called on your ass. <laughs> I do want to let you know that. You know, I'm, I'm not. Snitching. Number two, if you get locked up and you're doing a hard time, I don't think I'm coming to visit you. No. You know, I mean, you made your decisions after 18. I'm not. And a part of that is my grandma put her whole life on hold to go to the jail to see my daddy and took us with her every now and then. And she ain't got a good return on her investment <laughs> at this point. So I'm like, that's fucking for the birds. Yeah. I would just put all my energy in hoping that I can raise you to the point that you make the right decisions. If you make the wrong decisions, you can do that time alone. Yeah. And I ain't, I don't, jails are not atmospheres for kids to be in. I know some people are like, well, they need to go and see what, what happens and the consequences. And I not taking my child to visit their daddy in pre- I'm just not gonna I'm sorry I'm not gonna do that you can call and talk to them you know y'all want to write some letters back and forth but I'm not going to bring my child to a prison to see you behind a fucking glass now if you want some real life experience about that take it from a man that went to go see his father <laughs> locked up in jail from about age 5 to 13 don't do that <laughs> don't let your kid see him locked up It'll probably be, I mean, I hate to speak universally and generally, but depending on your child, it just might be better to just tell them from a distance, this is what happens, this is where your daddy at, and he'll be out one day. Of course, unless he ain't going to be out one day, 
Then find him a new daddy <laughs> real quick. I mean, I would talk like, look, this this what happened. This where your daddy at. This is why you don't do bullshit like that because you're gonna end up like that. That's why you don't do these things. Like I said, I would pay for a couple of the phone calls because I know you had to pay for them shits when they call. I would pay for a couple of, so that you could talk to them. I would encourage letter writing and shit but as far as like taking my child to a prison i'm not gonna do that and i don't feel wrong about that because this ain't me keeping your child from you this you keeping your child from you motherfucker you shouldn't have did the shit you did to get locked up now i'm supposed to feel bad no i ain't did shit you did this i think i mentioned this in an earlier podcast but like my daddy used to send us birthday cards and stuff Mm -hmm. that were clearly (laughs) like they were jail cards like they were drawn by people in the jail oh hell like i'm like man i hope nobody got raped for this <laughs> you know like you know the only way you can get this paper oh my god <laughs> and these what is color wrong pencils. with you <laughs> terrible <laughs> you know you got the paper but the color pencils is gonna be a little extra <laughs> if you know what i mean oh my god i don't know i don't know how jail work i never will because i, I go the, to mexico before i goddamn go to jail i watched the documentary on like sex and rape in jails and um it was disturbing to say the least because they were talking to like inmates that are openly gay that go in that were already gay that are openly gay were like (laughs) people would fuck with them but didn't want nobody to know that they fuck with them like there's a difference between the the guy who gets raped and gets it taken from him and then the guy because i feel i guess maybe they feel like if i'm if i fuck with somebody that's already gay that I know is gay, that maybe I'm gay. Like on Atlanta when when the guy was like, Y'all be having sex all the time. They like, nigga, that's jail. <laughs> you was doing that when you was free. That's gay. <laughs> like I feel like maybe they had that same mentality of if I'm like having sex with this openly gay man, then that that means that I'm gay. But if I'm having sex with this <laughs> unwilling ass motherfucker, this just me exert my power over him and it's different. Like maybe because the gay man was like, Yeah, they, you know, they they don't acknowledge you out in like the yard and shit like they could have just been with you and then like y'all get out in front of people and they like they don't know you or they mistreat you the same way everybody else mistreats you kind of shit you know but the ones that get raped it's like a di- i guess because in their mind i'm not gay i'm just like <laughs> this just jail <laughs> I don't know. This is the download brothers of jail this is what it is i guess it was yeah. an interesting it was like on msnbc but i was like damn I ain't watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you watch Oz? Oz is nope. worse. Okay, because I was going to say that's worse. Than, like this was just a documentary talking about what happens as opposed to Oz showing I people get raped. Don't really watch jail movies. I mean, I don't. I don't Shawshank really. Redemption is probably the only one that I watched. That was a lot times. less about jail too. It the was. only time, the only time in that movie they were behind the bar when they found out what happened at the end. I won't give no spoiler. You should have seen the movie, but I don't like doing spoilers anyway. There's a lot of rape in there though. That, but that was at the washing machines. <laughs> That's work. Does that make it better? Washing machine. I'm just saying the setting won that traditional oh, jailhouse setting. Yeah. I watched the version uh, of the Green Mile was more of a jailhouse setting, right? Yeah, it was. They were behind bars most of the yeah. time. I watched the version of Bonnie and Clyde. Did you know that like Clyde was like going in and out of jail while he was with Bonnie and was getting raped? 
Did you know that? Mm-hmm. That's part of the story. I watched a version of the movie or of them telling the story that like had a bunch of rape of him. Like he, you know, he would get locked up for a little petty stuff before they went on their like big ass crime spree. And he was a little like Clyde was not a big guy. He was little. So I didn't know that that was going to have rape in it because I didn't know that he was supposed to have been raped. <laughs> that was a surprise. I was like, well, damn. And unfortunate. Why would him. you keep? Let me tell you something. Maybe this just me. If I do some fuck shit and get locked up and I'm locked up and I get raped while I'm in there and I get out, I ain't never going back. <laughs> I'm never going back. I'm going to be the most upstanding of citizens ever because there is nothing that I will. I'm not going to want to go back. I don't want to go back to that shit. That was terrible. Why would I want to go back to that? But, but what if they liked it? But he didn't like it. He fight for his life and shit. Like, no, <laughs> I want to go back. You still out here doing this petty shit, getting locked up, and then when you when you get out, you with Bonnie. Mm-mm. I'm saying maybe he liked it, and maybe doing the petty shit was a roundabout way of getting it. Instead of saying I'm gonna get it while I'm out here. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know, but if I go, I I have no plans of ever getting locked up for anything. I've never been arrested or anything. But if I were to get locked up and Big Bertha raped me. And I get out. I'm never going back in that bitch ever again. Never. But you, if you don't, if you feel like rape is bad, <laughs> you shouldn't go to jail because jail <laughs> comes with people telling you what to do, yes. horrible meals, yeah. and rape. <laughs> That's what jail come with. Don't go to jail. The first time. That's true. I I, that's, no. my, that's how I live my life. Oh, point. Okay, I live my life with the 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 idea that I'm little, and I feel like if I went to prison, it wouldn't end well for me. So I do everything I can to stay the fuck out of there. That's what my plan is. But I'm saying, if I went for some reason, I wouldn't want to go back. And I'm not little, but if I went to jail, <laughs> if somebody confronted me and and tried to do, I, I would not. I wouldn't survive jail. I would die. Because one, it ain't gonna happen. Two, they said if you don't get with a program, you're gonna die. And three, I'm gonna lose my life trying to defend my ass. That's just that's how it's gonna be. I mean, and if you wanna rape me while I'm dead on some Ted Bunny shit, fine. I can't stop you at this point. But you is not gonna get that shit while a brother is living. I will tell you that. I hate you so much. This has got to be the most random ass episode ever. Yeah, listen, with- y'all. I'm just gonna run down a list of the other other potential shit that I wanted to talk about. Cause we done got so far off of the program. Mississippi called uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day Great Americans Day. Fuck those guys. As in some way to represent Martin Luther King and Robert E. Lee birthday, which are fucking two opposing forces. Fuck a civil rights leader guys. seeking freedom and uh, a man that was seeking uh, that was leading a war. To keep slaves, <laughs> slavery bullshit. Uh, Tommy Loren deleted some old tweets that clearly represent a difference in how she used to think, what she thinks now, which just really makes her a, you know, liar. She, she races for pay. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Instead of gay for pay, she races for pay. <laughs> like, and they, and she's deleting them now. She's going back and deleting them, and people have noticed that she's deleting them. They think that it's because she might have got offered a job or maybe something related to Trump. White House. That's oh, kind of what's being speculated now. She's cleaning up all that old stuff because of that. Terrible. Uh, it was a baby abducted in Florida 18 years ago that was just discovered 
was alive. Uh, a woman basically dressed up like a nurse went into the hospital, <laughs> drove from South from uh, South Carolina to Florida, kidnapped the baby, and drove back up to South Carolina because her she, her baby she had a miscarriage. So she's finna go to jail after she done raised the kid. It's fucked up though. Yeah, it is like fucked that. Up. Cause the girl was crying and like mama and you know what I'm saying that's all she know. That's real fucked that's up. That's very fucked up. Joseph Yannis as Michael Jackson. He looked ridiculous. He he looks very ridiculous. And then they put even whiter. He white and then he put white face on his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked stupid. But that just helped me realize that white America really don't know what blackness is or how much blackness means to us. They are willing to wipe it away because they can paint somebody else up to look like a black person. You know, they have vitiligo or whatever in the hell was going on with Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, familytreenow.com. Go to that website. That you can put in scary. your first name, your last name, and your state. And if you find yourself, it will have all kind of people in your family attached to you. Now, I see the positive benefits of it. If you're really trying to connect with family that you didn't know existed, I see that. But it got your addresses in there and stuff. So that's a problem if you got like people coming after you or stalking you or they're, they're trying yeah. to look for you. So you can go opt out with the privacy link on that. And other websites like it. You can always opt out. So... If you got some kind of past situation like that where you don't need to be found, then do that. It'll help. It's scary. And Dylan Roof and Google. But if we get on the Facebook forum and create a post where we can talk about all of the stuff that we talked about, then we can add some of these stories that I wish we could have had a chance to talk about and we can just have a conversation about it. we got on these tangents. Yeah, because this shit went all kind of <laughs> left and then right and then zigzag. And then all kind of over the place. Yeah. So, uh, we'll create a post. We need to figure out what day that we're gonna create a post on. Yeah. I mean, we. I guess we could do it on to the day that I it create drops. Create the post when I when I post it at midnight. Yeah. And so that way, as they're listening and they want, if yeah. they want to do that, because sometimes when you listen to shit and then you try to talk about it later, you forget. You know. Yeah. So, um, probably the same day that the episode drops. So we'll do that, and we can talk about some of this stuff. But yeah. anyway, do you have anything else on your mind? Did you see that Twitter conversation about the guy that he his, his white classmates asked him to give up his seat for another I white class? That, that yeah. shit was so funny. What was funny is that he kept calling them like Thad yeah, and, and Holly and none of them caught on. And then when they finally caught on, they were like, why are you calling us these random people? He was just coming up with random white names and calling them like, why don't you give up your seat, Hunter? Like, I do believe it happened, but I believe it was sensationalized too. Well, they uh, um, B B T contacted him and talked to him, and he said that he it happened the way that it did. But he said that he didn't feel like. First of all, he said he shared his day or shit that happens to him like that all the time on his Twitter. This just happened to go viral. He also said that he didn't necessarily feel like they were asking him to give up the seat because he was black. That he they really just wanted their friend to sit with him, sit there with them. But he just wasn't willing to give up his seat. Like he didn't feel like it was racially motivated mm -hmm. uh, at the time. So. They did talk to him and he was like, you know, he does that. And if you look at his feet, he do do that a lot. Like tell stories about he a college student and just shit that happens to him. Yeah. And he does that a lot. This just happened to go viral. Yeah. But it was fucking hilarious. It was funny. It was so funny. And it makes me like, I know I shouldn't because I know if a white person just came up and called me Shaniqua, I would punch him in the face. But it just makes me want to just be having conversations with people and just call them random <laughs> Because it was so funny that he was just like, look, Hunter, you give up your seat. And I didn't see y'all tell that to Holly. Like, he was just making up white names. And it was just really funny. 
<laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. But I don't even know what you would Google to find that. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to find what you want to. Probably not. I don't know. That is good. I don't know. If you Google like college student giving up seat right now because it's still kind of viral, mm-hmm. it'll probably pop up. But if you wait too long, because you know how viral shit is, it's viral yeah. and it's not. So that's cool. Well, anyway, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.